When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, tremendous actor whose resting face is sarcastic. Mr. Craig Birko. We're going to talk to Craig in just a sec. But first, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Jehovah's Witness Protection. Disappear into the warm grip of the Lord at Jehovah's Witness Protection. America's pastime. No, I'm not trying to figure out if that biker two lanes over is a cop. Baseball. Giants, like a con man explaining cryptocurrency, they just keep coming at you. <laughs> Dodgers, so many injuries, you'd think their flimsy back deck had collapsed. Milwaukee lurking with intent to loom. The Padres, tougher sledding than R. Kelly's trial. And the Mets are disappearing so fast. Even David Blaine said, hey, show me how you do that. Wrap <laughs> up sponsored by Slacker Barrel. Come on in and eat or not. We don't care. NFL preseason has all the pizzazz of a TED Talk on participial phrases. Packers Jordan Love taking all the snaps while Aaron Rodgers bids on a non-fungible token of a Banksy paintbrush. Bears say Andy Dalton will be there starter. Bears fans say see you week four. Sponsored by Tingles, the potato chip that comes in a can shaped like a dildo. Boxing! Your genius Yugis beat Manny Pacquiao by one continent. Pacquiao will now run from the president of the Philippines. Oh, wait, check that. That's run for the president of the Philippines. Got it. <laughs> College football open Saturday. Number Nebraska Cornhuskers at the Illinois Fighting Illini in the insulting nickname kickoff classic. And finally, this week in sports history, the date 1919, the place Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland pitcher Ray Caldwell flattened by a bolt of lightning. The umpires ran to the mound, but only to inform him that he'd committed a balk. This Waterhouse Update sponsored by Observesa, the beer that's good for your eyes. Now, finally, it's talk time, my guest today. You've seen him in everything from the 13th floor to Scary Movie 4 to Kevin Can Wait. He's the good-looking guy who dates the heroine just so he can move in next to the bank vault. Please welcome Craig Beergo. Craig, how are you today? You look fantastic. I'm all right. I can hear you. You don't even have to use the mic. No, no, no. Clean across the country. <laughs> it's that's a talent. That's that's theatrical training for you, isn't it? Did you yeah, ever sure. did you ever before your sports career did you ever trod the boards, as they say? Hey, we did did you ever act? What was did you ever have another job other than yelling sports? Uh, well, sports uh, casting? 
No, no, yelling sports is the correct term. Uh, for, for a long time, I was an auctioneer, and they didn't even mind that I was slow because it was so entertaining and loud. Even the cows seemed to enjoy it. Auctioned cattle out in the Midwest before I got into sports. Of course, now I'm the voice of uh, international speed fishing, which, of course, as you know, Craig, is a combination of uh, speed skating and ice fishing. It's a team sport that combines your elapsed lap time with the uh, total weight of how much fish that you've caught. Uh, Russians disqualified every year. Norwegians, 11 out of 12. Japanese snuck in there one year. Hey, let's, enough about me. Let's get to you. <laughs> I'm going to frame that face right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on another call and I'm getting some <laughs> yeah, bad sure. news. No problem. <laughs> Apparently, I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm your agent telling you you're doing it this podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're right on it. They're so on it. <laughs> so watch out. Born and raised in New York. Uh, now, uh, a, a former the tough uh, blind- streets of Rye, the tough streets yeah. of Rybrook, New York, the lawn gangs. You've heard of us. Yeah, sure. The blind yeah. Brook high school Trojans. If I'm not we, mistaken. Trojans roll on Trojans roll on. It was an actual <laughs> headline. Did you play any sports uh, in 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 uh, in grade school or high school, did you care at all about sports? First of all, namaste back to you. And and yes, I did play sports. <laughs> it was inadvertent I, namaste, which still counts. It doesn't matter. The God, no. the God within you isn't always aware of what's going on outside. He's got to eat, make money. He's got sure. probably wife and kids. So you I'm going to say, yeah, the, the God within me is never aware of what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Not aware. Not aware. Yeah. Um, I, I did play sports growing up. Blindbrook was, was, was actually an amazing uh, experiment uh, uh, that uh, it really no longer exists. I went back to visit my high school. Originally, uh, the, town of, the town I grew up in was called the town of Rye, which is in Westchester. And Rye, I don't know how it's physically possible, but it's 10 square feet larger than everything ever. Rye is impossibly large. You tell people you're from Rye, you're like, do you know John DeVelo? And I'm like, buddy, it's a universe. It's expand. I mean, this is the wow. only uh, county that's actually expanding. That's how big it is. Wow, that's like, impressive. You know, and uh, it's not. It's a uh, poorly thought out on the fly joke. You know, but have they uh, ever but, decided maybe a West Rye or a North Rye? Or no, a... there was nothing like that. Westchester uh, and, no, and but Rye no. Incorporated became Rye Brook, and uh, I this gets even more interesting. And uh, we had I a very small so. school, and they so they developed their a school their own. They wanted to have their own school. It was a public school, but I basically went to kindergarten with the same 100 people that I graduated high school with. Wow. And uh, which, which it's, is a really fantastic thing. Cause we are, it's, it's like now it's at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, if a cult family, so it's clo- <laughs> sure. like, it would be like the DeFranco family. Cause they, they had sure. religious, they, they worship Satan. I believe I, I don't want to talk. Yeah. Them, they they didn't the paint DeFranco. the bus like it. They eased into it, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, about yeah, halfway yeah, yeah. through their show, they dove into the satanic stuff. Um, uh, I did. I What'd did you play, play sports. We were so well. We were small. We didn't have a football team. I we couldn't have. A, I don't even think there was a football. Uh, yeah, no. We no. we played and anything anything labeled a uh, an educational experiment in New York. I'm guessing 
there's probably no athletic gear whatsoever. <laughs> well, I don't want to bore your fans, but the, but the truth was it was the only high school ever that was built uh, where no windows were any smaller than floor to ceiling. And the reason being that when you were in school, subconsciously, you knew your size relative to the outside world. And uh, because most high schools, the windows start here and go up. It's right. the way they build prisons. And it's meant to uh, subconsciously control and keep everybody wow. in order. So that was kind of cool. Went back. So you had floor to ceiling uh, windows, windows so yeah. that you could uh, you could plan your escape route. You could see right where you were going to go. They didn't care. They didn't care less. They didn't care. They they would, they would, they'd actually ask what my favorite meat was and put it close to the front door. They wanted me out. They wanted you You out. Hey, listen, that, uh, that tip sponsored. I played soccer. You played soccer. uh, Which position? I understand there's positions in soccer. I, I was a full, but yeah, yeah. I was a fullback. I did not start. They created a B team for myself and my friend, Mark Arkovitz. They had to build a bench. I have a picture I wish I'd bought, but there was a big slideshow at the end of the season. And not only that, I wow. scored. Like I scored. Uh, I had a header. It was inadvertent. I didn't see it coming, but Warren Bernstein threw the foul shot in. Wow. At me. And I, I went, Jesus, God. Flies or falcons, and uh, and I scored. And as I was running up the field, Coach Rosenhack, who I loved, went, "We're never going to hear the end of this one." And uh, he was a great guy. Uh, may he rest in peace. And then we were the the, the triple C New York State champions, uh, nineteen eighty two Rochester. Don't pretend not to remember it. And I played for five minutes in that game when we had a clear enough lead. That was basically my sports. To that was uh, the triple C is the division for schools with only picture windows, correct? Florida City. <laughs> yeah, it's about it's, so. If I if I understand this correctly, before we move on, uh, you were uh, at at least to start the season, you were on the bench. But they did not have a bench, so they had to build one for you. And the other, I've always been proud of that. And you know, I was so bad. They named it the Cleon Jones Memorial Bench. (laughs) (laughs) That's another sports. If you want sports reference, I can go sixty nine Mets. Ed Crane, sixty nine Mets all day. (laughs) Rusty stuff. I know enough about sports to get a girl who's interested in sports to sit next to me. And then I go, oh, perfect. Enough, enough about the Islanders. Tell me about you. And it's the same <laughs> with any instrument. I can play sure. just, in, just enough until they sit down. If they don't sit down, I'm fucked. Can yeah, I say sit down? Can I say Absolutely. Sit down? You can say okay. fuck. You can say anything you want. Sponsored, incidentally, by Throwbacks, the e-cigarette you light with a match. Let's talk a little acting. Now, you, you started working on big projects, you gave up the soccer career, which is a huge sacrifice. Yeah. You were like, tw- you were like fresh out of college, and you were getting like TV roles and stuff. Uh, th- this, how'd you step into that? I mean, twenty-two. I was still trying to figure out how to work the choke on a lawnmower. You had a career going. That's impressive to me. Which is uh, which uh, is not is terrifying if you haven't yet learned how to work the choke on a lawnmower. <laughs> Yes. And I know what you mean by that. I certainly knew how to sure. choke the old, the old lawnmower. The old lawnmower. No, I, came, I, I, I came out. Everybody, uh, it, I went to Northwestern University, and everybody from Northwestern who went out to Los Angeles stayed at, uh, there's a writer named Eric Gilliland. You may, you may know his name. He ran heard of Eric, for a while. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, everybody slept on his couch. And I remember, uh, I'm in New York now. I remember um, uh, getting off the plane. He was real kind, picked me up at the airport, 20 minute drive up the 405 to Jasmine Avenue, where he had one, you know, a cookie cutter apartment. Had it, and I, but while I was driving, looking at the architecture, I realized I got it. I've got it. I understand this. I don't think there's anything more to see. I was there for 12 years. And it, <laughs> that drive from the airport is really, unless you go out of Los Angeles, there's nothing else. It's yogurt shops and nail places. And, you know. So the mini mall tipped you to the architecture. The macro mall. LA Southern California. Yeah. 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 And I, and I don't mean to poop on LA, but man, I hate it there. How are you? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you went right back to, but you were acting in movies oh, yeah. and, and projects and stuff. Well, and, it wasn't and, quite like that, but I did things. Did I mean I, I was? I do have memories when I first got out there, which would have been nineteen eighty uh, to eighty. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, eighty six, eighty six or eighty seven. Uh, I remember driving up and down Melrose, looking at restaurants, and I walked into every restaurant and said, "Do you need help?" And they're like. No, of course not. You know, no, go away. And I could, but I do remember, like, I had to get a job, and then I was fortunate enough to, uh, I, I got my first gig, and all it meant to me was that I didn't have to talk to mean restaurant people because I was, I am the worst waiter in the world. I did wait table in, in New York at the American Festival Cafe, which is what happens to the Rockefeller ice skating rink during the summer. Oh. It's if you if you come to New York if you're ever visiting New York and you want to see German tourists go on to Rockefeller sure. Center you can look right down and there's a whole gaggle of them feeding wow uh, they, they and uh, what you learn is you work really really hard and you don't make tips they don't tip because they're not coming back no so no. and and uh, yeah, it was and, just their the weight German, loss program you know. is really what it was. <laughs> They're, I got monumentally is- depressed, wondered what I was doing with my life, and then moved out to Los Angeles. And I, 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 I had 12 great years there, but then it was time to come home. I can't imagine why you'd be a bad waiter with, oh, with your I was ability a, to take tangents. So. Um, that's all I am as a reference. If you, there's no core, there's no story. I once said, I, but I digress. And the person said, you can't digress if you haven't actually started talking yet, technically. Of substance. Sponsored, incidentally, by Incognito. Yet never guess we're plumbers. So then you hit the boards back in New York. You're doing, you, you sing and then do the whole thing. You played Sky Masterson in yeah. uh, Guys and Dolls. That had to well, be a Well, the problem was, it was I did play Sky Masterson, but it was in The Music Man, and that was an Embarrassment oh, that's for everybody. I played yeah. Harold Hill and Guys and Dolls. It was a it was a mix up. Yeah, no, I, I, I did. I played I played Guys and Dolls. Uh, so they're mashing the up Broadway. Me- they're mashing Broadway musicals now to try to make money. They're they're actually combining. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's only Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she's the only one who can take. Yeah, well, I she, she covers Triple most a- of the parts. I played triple A ball with her while she was doing wicked. I mean, she's busy. She works. <laughs> she is. She, she is very busy. <laughs> she's a firecracker, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. An illegal firecracker. I think, yeah. I don't think you what's can your, buy that. If I can ask you, sir, what is, what's, I know you, you, you comment on sports uh, yes. and, and you're, you're, you're a, like the Bernard sure, Shaw the- of sport, sports. You are, 
right? You well, yeah, the, yeah. You comment, the, the, you, give, you, you, you project meaning the, onto it for the yeah, yeah. layman. Well, not the George Bernard Shaw, but the old CNN anchor Bernard Shaw. Yes, I'm sort of like that okay. to sports, uh, but mostly third tier sports. Uh, like, uh, class CCC high school. Like I do like uh, the weak-handed axe throwing championships, uh, which is a bloody mess, but wildly entertaining. And uh, I do the interstate barehanded culvert hunt every year. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, of, of course, I've got the uh, blindfolded darts championships coming up pretty soon. I think I'll check my calendar. Oh, that's so, cool. So, you, yeah. so if I need restaurant recommendations for Tidewater, I oh, go to you. Right in. Yeah, sure. Uh, Rapid City, all over that. Uh, I'm the, the the third tier version of your buddy Brockmeyer. He hit the majors, and and oh, I stayed wow. I stayed down. I stayed okay. down. The, yeah, yeah. I never I, got. Yeah, we, we had a bit of a falling out. There was a. Uh, I sometimes sometimes because of my head trauma. I'm not sure if you understood that sure. I. Well, I, that header that you did in grade, soccer. That soccer header took it well, out. It wasn't that. I get very frustrated. I didn't understand long division, and I, I they had to. Dra- I started hitting myself in the head with a heavy lamp in the second grade, and I had to or fifth grade, and they had to bring me. They had to separate me from the lamp, which was hard enough. Wow. But they had to you get me. Think with all that glass, they wouldn't need lamps. But go ahead. I digress. <laughs> I don't listen, so it's okay. Don't don't matter. Uh, I just, when I see your face stops making shapes, <laughs> I figure you're buffering or it's time for me to talk. But right. um, no, I, I, uh, I, uh, I started, I, when I came to, I was talking in a, uh, here, I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> how long was I out? I'm not sure how long I was out. Hey, have you caught the game this weekend between the, uh, the uh, San Francisco uh, Montecitos and the New York silhouettes of McLean Stevenson's pear-shaped body. What a game that was. <laughs> what a winter swing of this. But uh, I was the uh, brother of a sportscaster. He went into sportscasting and man, oh man, did he make a living. But, uh, you know, we I inherited the voice and I went into uh, a performance. And here sure, I am, you know, <laughs> curtain up, hey, to be or not to be. That is the question, whether it's no more in the mind to <laughs> suffer the slings and arrows. Outrageous fortune. And if you're hungry, why not have a Nathan's hot dog at your local? You know. uh, so that's a fantastic character. Uh, that's brilliant. I love that. Uh, and, uh, you should, uh, now do you like the, the comedy m- more? Cause you, you're known for some darker stuff too. You got into yeah. some deep roles. There some, uh, some, uh, dramatic stuff. And yet it appears to me, you have a natural penchant and affinity even for comedy. So nice. which, which way do you like to go? If you had a preference, which way would you go? I would say comedy, which I find, and I think it's more challenging. I, I think that's like a, it's much more challenging. And it, it's, and if you're, you know, I grew up, I, honestly, I think I'm not the only one, but it's kind of a defense mechanism while you're trying different personalities. And I discovered, oh, I can, I can make people laugh, escape in a, a difficult situation or get a teacher to ignore the wrong answer I'm given, whatever. And, uh, and and then I, but I've always been such a fan. Like I, I'm the guy who ran home after school to watch Mike Douglas, you know, yeah, sure. to see the comic. 
And uh, I knew, and you're, I I was very aware of, of you and a big fan. uh, When I saw your name on Twitter, was excited that you answered me back. I mean, I'm kind of a, I am, I'm a You're you're a comedy geek. I am a comedy geek. Yeah, that's fantastic. So much so that I hate the term geek because uh, I'm a sex geek, but I'm a comedy aficionado. Yeah, yeah. I know that's good. Yeah. I always, I never considered doing stand up. I try, I, I used to date a comic and she was always like, well, why don't you get on stage and do it? You're funny. And I, I was like, yeah, the world needs me to tell them about the difference between Los Angeles and New York. That's information the human race lacked. (laughs) And we did for a while, we did something that was sort of meta. She would talk about, she'd describe her boyfriend and then I would come out and do an act who was sober, was literally sober. And I would come out, completely drunk drinking from bourbon and crying about Dean Martin's passing. And then she, and you know, and we get it and we wrote each other's insults. We get into an argument on stage. We tell long we could keep people believing it. And uh, that was it. But I, and, and it went well, people liked it, but um, uh, uh, it it wasn't, you know, she didn't like, she's, she didn't like the idea of doing the same thing every night. We were going to tour. This was years ago. We were going to tour the improvisations. You know, sure. around the country. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I don't. How many the big circuit? Is is Forty-three, counting uh, Panama, Manila, and uh, Gdansk. There's forty-three. <laughs> okay, dance improv. Let's sure. bring them up. Come on, in the house. Um, oh, I shouldn't have said house. That's insensitive. In the in the in the under the tree. Under the tree. But I. Uh, uh, I just didn't. Uh, it's hard to be a comic, isn't it? You get up. Uh, it can there be and tough. That's, yeah, that's a deafening silence when you're not talking. I found well, it. The, the, yeah. The, the, I, the, here's the here's the other side of that sword, though. What do they call it? Two, a double edge. There you go. Uh, is that uh, here's the hard part of acting? If you ask me, uh, you got to make other people's words funny. Uh, see, true. when you're writing the whole thing, then you know it's funny because you've tried it out. And then some. Uh, well, you uh, don't know what's funny. What you uh, know is you're going to go into a room uh, with men in sweaters, they're wearing very bright yeah. sweaters, with, and they're sitting there, and you're going to stand in front of them and convince them that what they've written is funny. Yes, for the most part. Yeah, that's the. There name was of the, the game. rare. That's exception. difficult. That is super difficult. That was the rare exception, and. Uh, and and also so much of it, and it's not the same way anymore because this is how we audition now over the you know over yeah, a yeah. calculator. Sure. But uh, it's where most show business is occurring. But I I used to love going into my favorite part of the audition was going into the room and sort of you know claiming you you find a way to claim the room. You talk you know you like you do. I would imagine when you take stage, you you have to right. take stage, or the yeah. audience gets very uncomfortable. Right. It's an and, it's an uh, energy control. I would say that was that led to if any if I could point to anything because it certainly wasn't technique it was that I was very comfortable doing that I grew up in a family of salespeople I understood what that was right that you did you don't sell anybody anything you you sell friendship they've come yeah. into a store to buy so they're bringing you in to solve their problem you really it's all the heavy lifting has been done with the writing you just need to show them who you are wow and uh, i found it was very helpful you know that uh, life tip incidentally sponsored by my pillow case 
Make any pillow your pillow with my pillow case. Let's talk a little sports. Uh, forced into rooting for the the Mets and Jets or the Yankees Giants. It's, they seem to pair up that way. A lot of Mets fans are also Jets fans. And I understand that your depth of sports knowledge has been developed strictly so that you can get through conversations with either women or groups of men screaming at a television. Exactly. Uh, I, when I saw my first baseball game, uh, uh, and I say that not having listened to what you said, but I, I of course, uh, I barely um, heard it. I, I actually <laughs> did learn. Screaming for I, I got through school. I learned how to listen in school in a way that it would have been, of course, a teacher wouldn't. I was so with the teacher and what she was teaching. I listened in a way that it, she wouldn't waste time asking somebody who obviously knew the answer, even though I wasn't listening to a word. I was just picturing, you know, one of the girls in the class, like strapped to the blackboard nude. Sure. I would listen. listen like, how could honestly, how could you pay attention to anybody in a class where the goddamn windows floor to ceiling? I would never have looked at anything. But what anyone. I didn't tell you about that school was that it, they lit fire around the school so you wouldn't leave. Oh, so, so it was actually... It was traumatic. It wasn't so that to enable you or empower you. It was to scare the living shit out of you. I believe that's yeah. the uh, new new repressive school, I think they called it. I'm determined to answer one of your questions during this <laughs> podcast. This All right, let's make it this. <laughs> so, so you ask me. So if you want to ask me that again, I'm, I'll listen this time. And if you want to, if you want to ask that, what I'll go. But so who'd you root for? Hey, growing up, who who did you root for? There's so many New York teams. Who'd you pick out root for? I tried really hard. So I was a Met fan uh, because I, I was born in 64. So I was conscious of the 69 Mets yeah, and sure. what, what that was and enough so that um, Cleon Jones, Wayne Garrett, you know, Ed Crane, Poole, Ron Swoboda. Ron Swoboda, yeah. Ron Swoboda. The actual He's headlining at the at the Gdansk Improv, uh, Ron Swoboda. He just yeah, goes by Swoboda now. It's like a showman kind oh, of thing. Oh, it's like it's, it's, it's magic. Swoboda, the great Swoboda. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, who else was with it? Uh, Tom Seaver, who we just lost. Yeah, right? sure. Um, uh, who? And, but I, I remember my dad took me to a Jets game. And it was I was really excited, and I was bonding with dad. Uh, nice to meet that guy too. Nice guy. Sure. And sure, and sure. he so he, he happened by said let's go to a, a jet game. <laughs> yeah, you are Chris. I'm like Craig, but this will be fine. So Close we went. Enough. We when I walked out of the what is that? In the theater, it's the Vom. But, but I walked out of the tunnel, and we were way high tunnel. up. Yeah, that was incredible. I mean, that was really incredible to like see that kind of i'd never seen anything like that before yeah and then i looked down and there was I, it looked like somebody dropped a book of matches and he said no that's the field that's the field and it's freezing cold yeah and so down like literally in hypothermia like he's like would you, you want maybe some cocoa i'm like fucking kidding <laughs> and i realized i he explained the game to me and i was like there's they had that's a pretend problem there's there's it, it's a pretend problem involving a ball they've got to move it over there if they don't yeah, yeah. they won't get a bonus they're making we paid to get in and yeah, they're so, getting paid yeah. to do this it didn't make any 
I'm not even joking. I couldn't get past that. I didn't understand. Yeah. It was like, I got real issues I got to attend to. I can't so sit it's here a and watch yourself. Bit of a, 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 a sort of a Trotsky-esque approach to uh, being a fan. Is the, the the actual concept I, I, of what is the what's game. the trans, just I want in on this because I know it's going to be great. But what tell me Trotsky's <laughs> point of view in, in terms of this joke? He I, would think it useless to uh, have a competitive game in which people are not only getting paid to play the game, okay, but in and which how the many, fan is paying to watch it. He would go essentially get to work is sort of where. How many Trotsky. shots of Trotsky have you seen with any kind of a team hat on? True. I respect yeah, the man who lives none. in his philosophy. <laughs> yeah, none. You no, know? he didn't even. I have used a to Russian watch. I liked him. No, nothing. He had nothing. <laughs> I like. I liked playing sports. I liked the. Uh, I well, like I said, I was on the B team. I got what I had is great seats. I had a great. I had like <laughs> yeah, Nicholson seats, seats for our sure. game. Yeah. Um, and and there's this great shot because there was at the end of our award, our, our championship season, uh, um, uh, there was a, we had a big thing and then there was a slideshow and all these like beautiful athletic shots, these action shots. They hired a photographer and the final shot was me from behind looking onto the field, carrying the water, literally carrying the water. Wow. I have to find the shot. I'll send it to you because wow. it's like that's me in sports in a nutshell. That is uh, this year's Christmas card uh, for the Birko family. <laughs> One last question, Craig Birko. I know you're a Northwestern alum. I'm a Wisconsin alum. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you care about that game? Who's going to win that? Because they play each other fairly evenly uh, because, and this is my uh, belief, because they still value the grade point average on the football team. So it's a little harder to get into either of those institutions, yeah. even if you're a football player. So it's always a good tussle at halftime. They usually uh, have a science fair, the teams. So it's very interesting, but, but, but uh, did you go to Northwestern games and did you like football? Uh, as Free digression. And then you'd be my handicap barn. Bring me back. Okay. Cause yes. I'm going to go okay. off the access road. I don't want to drive off into the I'm there. Bring me back. Yeah. Okay. Frontage road. Isn't it funny that you just said in all seriousness, you can be a great football player and not get into the university. Yes. That's, and we wonder why we're a fucked up country. <laughs> you can be a great football player and you can't work for NASA. I've seen that's documented. It's so hilarious to me. And it's true. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's a, it, that yeah. to me was funny. I was, I went to Northwestern when Northwestern was the punchline. Uh, so yeah, going to games, yeah. which I went to a few was actually fun because it was, I'd never had, nor will I ever have again, the experience of sitting in a field going, I'm better than everybody on that field. <laughs> I could beat the entire team just telling stories. Just, <laughs> just, a little just cracker low. barreling. I could cracker barrel. <laughs> Lull well, the I opponent into a, into a sense <laughs> of entertainment. They're, then yeah. they then they're not paying attention, and you scoot right by them with the ball. That's a very interesting yeah. theory. Uh, I like it. Uh, listen, uh, uh, incidentally, sponsored by three guys from Italy restaurant. Why what? do you got to know their names? What's it to you anyway? You like the food? Shut up and eat. My guest today, the amazing. <laughs> what, are what are any of these things sponsoring? I don't know. You know, they 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 uh, they pay me fifteen dollars. Seven and a half bucks if I fumble it. 
because uh, their name still gets out there. That's all I know. My guest today, the incredible Craig Bierko. If you're on the Twitter, uh, follow him at, at Mr. Craig Bierko, and you'll get this level of hilarity and fun the entire time. And where else, uh, what are you doing that we could see you in or that you might have coming up if we're in New York or if you're in a movie or television? Well, let us know where we can see Craig Bierko. Oh, well, I just did there. I got two movies now uh, uh, that are on Amazon Prime, you know, so if you if you sure. want to watch something on a telephone and who doesn't. But uh, there's uh, one called Scenes uh, from a Scenes from an Empty Church, which is actually a very beautiful, very funny movie uh, starring uh, Kevin Corrigan, Paul Rogers in it, um, who's uh, has a beautiful it, it, Paul Reiser made me cry with one line. I don't want to. Wow. But, but literally, I went. I, I got choked up. You know, like when Jack Nicholson shows up in terms of endearment. Yes. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then you're gay. Then you're gay. No. There's no uh, problem but, with that. That feeling. No problem with that, that feel. I don't either. The feeling of the feeling of, of like something like that happens. Where that's what Paul Reiser created a beautiful moment like that. Wow. Definitely a great movie. And then there was what's the other movie that uh, is out? Uh, just oh, I can't believe it. I it it just came out. I'll you kind of put you kind of push that one to the top, and then the I know, and it's my least <laughs> well, favorite hey, of two. Who, no, who remembers the silver medalist? Who the hell gives a crap what that second movie is? Craig Mirko, thank you me, so no. much for coming on. Uh, if it comes to you, uh, by all means, blurt it out in the middle of uh, the rest of this. Oh crap well, I, I got because it's a sports show. If you haven't seen Cinderella, man, and I don't make any money off of this, you know, I don't get anything no. out of the. You know, there's no the Max <laughs> Bear doll isn't selling well. Oh, wow. um, but, hey, can you play uh, me out? Can you use that guitar and play me out? Sure. I got a couple of plugs left. Yeah, play any chord you know. I know it's just there to get chicks. Oh, there you go. Oh, he's going to pop up. As Say that is one kind of a swing, and I want to tell you that I am so emotionally <laughs> distraught, and I'm looking for a tricyclic rather than SSRI. If anybody can recommend a decent antidepressant, get me out of this funk I've been in. Say <laughs> Speaking of depressed, look at the Cubs. Man, oh, man, lost nine to ten. Oh, I was at Northwestern in 86, <laughs> and I saw an entire town experience a singular yeah. depression. My girlfriend at the time was, she was like, I really am sinking into a depression. They blew the pennant that year. That's the year they yeah. right. Is that the year and- Steve Bartman stuck his big fat paws out, or was that further down the line? Wasn't there a I don't fan care. who stuck I don't care. his hands out into the... Uh, oh, know, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't care. No, I, I just love it. I love Paris. You know, you were saying Chicago that out loud. <laughs> you were saying. No, I'm not. I'm yeah. going to masturbate after this. I don't. I used to have that problem, but man, am I going to go at it after Most this. of my guests uh, <laughs> masturbate, masturbate during after. It. Yeah, during it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and my comedian buddy at real Jeff Cesario. Jeff's album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming everywhere. The Play With Pain mugs available at Jeff Cesario.com up in the corner there. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Shoots and Ladders, Kentucky at Vulcanized Rubber Raceway for the Hoverboard so 500. I. Reminder, no infield seating as the 700 ambulances will be parked there. Sponsored, incidentally, Craig, by the Marianas Trench Coat, <laughs> featuring the deepest pockets in the business. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain. <laughs>